0: Hello and welcome to Quick Hits, a podcast brought to you by Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada. I'm your host, Phil Gursky, president of Borealis. And yes, we are still talking about COVID 19 all the time on all different parts of media. All kinds of stories out there, all kinds of theories. I'm recording this on the 25th of March, 2020. And in the recent days, I've come across some really interesting stories that I'd like to take an issue with. So I read this morning. That a man in New Jersey has been arrested. He was in a store and he was spitting and coughing on people deliberately claiming he had the COVID-19 coronavirus. And he was subsequently arrested and charged with, and I'm quoting, terroristic offenses. I'm not sure that terroristic is a word in English, but let's go with it. I've also read that the Justice Department of the United States is considering charging anyone who spreads coronavirus deliberately with terrorism as a criminal charge under federal law. And finally, the Department of Homeland Security has put out warnings that terrorist groups could take advantage of the coronavirus crisis, carry out acts in the name of their groups. What does all this mean? I have a real problem charging anyone with terrorism who deliberately spreads the coronavirus. I think they should be charged. I think they should be charged with endangering the public at a minimum and there are probably other statutes that are out there in our criminal codes, be it American, Canadian, European, whatever, which would apply in this case. But somebody who spits or coughs on people deliberately, either because they have the coronavirus or because they don't, and they're just a bunch of real stupid people who want to cause fear and panic, is that an act of terrorism? I don't think it is. Again, let's go back to what terrorism is and what terrorism is not. You've heard me say this a thousand times before, so I apologize for being repetitive. But an act of terrorism is a serious act of violence or threat of violence that is carried out for political, ideological, or religious reasons. That's what the Canadian Criminal Code says. Other criminal codes treat it slightly differently. But you get my point. How is this an ideological, political, or religious crime? How is this a serious act of violence? I, I can't get there. Now, in other criminal codes, they talk about damage to infrastructure and things like that, but I still don't see how any of this would qualify as terrorism. It is wrong. It should be punished. People who think this is a good idea should definitely be taken to task for doing it. They should be arrested and they should be subject to some kind of penalty, but not the terrorism penalty. I don't understand why we're going there in this particular regard. Moving on, looking at what DHS is saying and the Justice Department are saying, is there a real threat that terrorist groups will take advantage of this diversion of attention, shall I say, as COVID-19 is working its way through our systems to carry out acts? Well, I've dealt with this also in a couple of podcasts and blogs on my website. So I don't, again, don't want to be repeating what I've already said, but the fact remains is that, it's oh, of course it's a possibility. Terrorism is always a possibility. Terrorist groups are constantly making plans. They're constantly moving people about. They're constantly thinking up of great ideas. They're constantly putting out propaganda. We've seen a ton of propaganda over the past couple of weeks with by groups like ISIS and others claiming that COVID-19 is a punishment from God and that the West is finally getting its comeuppance for all of its policies in the Middle East and South Asia and Southeast Asia and Africa, etc. And that the West deserves this. And in some ways, we've seen some groups tell its members, its cadre, you should carry out attacks in this time. But how's it any different than what they've been saying for the past four to five years? Or in the case of Al-Qaeda for the past 20 years? This is not new, folks. These demands and these suggestions have been out there for a very, very long time. Now, as I've said, is it possible that we will see attacks? Yes, it is, although probably unlikely. Certainly isn't zero, but I wouldn't claim it's on on the verge of happening. In fact, DHS did state quite categorically it has no evidence of ongoing plots. In the United States right now, that are terrorists in nature. And that's an interesting statement to make. If we do see attacks, will they be tied to COVID? Maybe, maybe not. I think that in some ways, the threat is what the threat is. It's still relatively low in places like Canada, United States, and most of Western Europe. The number one threat is, yes, from the Islamist extremist part of the spectrum. The Danish intelligence service, the PET, just came out with a statement saying that while they're worried about the rise of the far right in Denmark, Islamist extremism is still number one. So they they happen to agree with me, and they're an intelligence service. So yes, terrorism will be with us for the time being, but let's not panic and think that we're going to see an upsurge or a spike in acts of terrorism just because we are all dealing with COVID-19. We're all hunkering down. Even our security services are operating on a less than optimal manpower footing. I've talked to my colleagues with CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service, as well as CSE, Communication Security Establishment, Canada Signals Intelligence Agency, and I know that. They're working on a sort of a, you know, as a business business continuity plan. They they're doing what they can, but most people are being asked to stay home, not to spread the virus, which is the right thing. This is what scientists are telling us: don't congregate, don't get together in, in large groups of people, stay home, self isolate until this thing is over. So it certainly is possible that nefarious actors will take advantage of this situation and do something, but there's no guarantee that they will. Thirdly. Getting back to this notion of spreading coronavirus is it an act of terrorism. It is only if it's spread by a terrorist group or somebody who sees himself ideologically motivated. So if you're an ISIS wannabe sitting in Toronto or New York or Berlin or wherever, and you decide to spread the coronavirus in the name of ISIS because you like them, you like their propaganda, maybe you've been in contact with some of these guys online or whatever. Yeah, that would be an act of terrorism because you're doing it specifically for an ideological, political, or religious reason. That's what the definition of terrorism is, as I've just said. All those other people out there, like the guy in New Jersey, now I don't know his motivation. There weren't a lot of details in the report that I read, but I highly suspect he was just either somebody with with serious mental issues or somebody who's such a jerk, he wanted to get his 50 minutes of fame by getting his name in the media. I'm the guy that, that coughed on people in New Jersey. I guess we'll have to wait and see for more details, but if that's the case, he's not a terrorist. He's just an asshole who thinks that it's okay to spread coronavirus to others. And in actual fact, he probably doesn't even have the virus. So his, his acts were a complete waste of time. He's been arrested and charged, and his life's gonna be a living hell for the next couple of weeks. But it's not terrorism. We have to refrain from calling everything terrorism. We have to refrain from using the terrorism part of our criminal codes and our law statutes to govern this particular crisis. People are already afraid. People are already anxious about what's happening. People are already um, worrying about when's this going to end? When can I leave my home? When I can when I can go back to work? When can my kids go back to school? There's a lot of angst out there. It's a lot of anxiety. Let's not make it worse by equating the spread of the coronavirus with terrorism. This is not helpful, folks. This is incorrect. This is something that we really have to stop doing. Calling these things terrorism definitely makes it worse. Anyhow, that's my view on this situation. I'm curious what you have to think about it. You can certainly reach me on email at borealisrescue@gmail.com. gmail.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Borealis Saves or follow me on LinkedIn or on Facebook. You can also subscribe to all the content I produce at Borealis. Go to my website, www.borealisthreatenrisk.com. Go to the subscribe button, fill in your information, and you'll get all the content free of charge to your inbox on a daily basis. I would like to say that, you know, if you're looking for things to read during COVID-19 and you've exhausted all your fiction and you're sick and tired of reading about COVID-19 online, check out my books that I've published since 2015. It's all there on my website. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.